Hey everyone, this is Dan the GM welcoming you to episode 12 of What the Dice. If you haven't already checked us out, we are up on Patreon, What the Dice underscore podcast, and our website, www.whatthedice.weebly.com. Check us out and share the love, and as always, like and subscribe us. So, enough of the announcement-y part. Let's get on with this week's tale. Stepping through the forest line, we move into the storyteller's camp. In our arms, a bundle of wood. Looking over at the storyteller, he is slowly reading through his Setting the logs down, we take our place in the same log bench we have been sitting on for several weeks. He looks up at us and smiles. Ah, me friends, thank ye for the firewood. I would have got it myself, but as the days grow cold, my old bones creak like a ship in a storm. Well, let us continue our story. Defibulus and the team have successfully gotten through the Cursed Swamp, as well as infiltrated the Cobalt Encampment. Cobalt with his strange firearm, Kalila with her abilities that transcend the mortal planes, and Clyde, a steadfast warrior, with a heart of gold. Fighting, they've weighed their way to not only defeating the chieftain, but this strange bandaged man that seems to be pulling the strings. But this also means they were able to save the priestess from a destiny most foul. Now what will they do next? Well, sit back and let me continue our tale. So you guys have just defeated the Kobold Chieftain without trying and the strange creature which exploded into brilliant white light. I'm guessing you guys want to start ransacking. Loot the bodies. All right. Yeah, so, you were denied us looting. Yep. Because I can do that. All right. So roll. So we're just going to do this quick. Uh, I just want perception checks from everyone. Oh, it might help if I get my dice out. I see the dead evil thing in front of me. 21 on perception. Okay. Nat 20 on my roll. Okay. I see the evil dead thing in front of me. <laughs> Are you poking its ashes with your sword tip? I am blessing the ground it has fallen on, so it will never come back to life again. Yeah, your blessing doesn't work. What's wrong with you? It's like you're in a cursed swamp or something. But we're not in a cursed swamp. Yeah, we exited it, 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 it you all so much um, oh, yeah. all right so 
With the natural 20, I will start with the highest number and then work my way down. Actually, I'll start with the lowest and work my way up. Keith, or uh, Clyde finds nothing. So, Kalila, you find... Where's my loot list? I think there it is. You find two potions of Cure Light Wounds, a medium spider venom with three doses. I'm going to send you the link to that in the chat so that you have what it does. You said one medium spider venom? Yep. It has three doses to it. Okay. And you find a short bow with 20 arrows. Let me see if you find anything else. And then you find between the different cobalts about 20 gold pieces. Now. Okay. For short round. As you've ran as you go through and ransack the village, you find a masterwork studded leather armor, a masterwork longsword. I will drop the stats into the chat. You also find a melee trident. I will drop that into the chat as well. Long stabby stabber. And you find you find 28 gold pieces underneath the cobalt leader or cobalt leader's chair. As you dig around, you also noticed that hidden almost in an area where it was like clearly used to as a a way to a last ditch effort kind of thing a strange vial what do you want to do hey guys i just found a really weird vial do you want to come over here and take a look at it because i have no idea if it's safe to touch sure I'll come over and investigate. So sitting on this tape, on this chair, is a small vial about half the size of the venom vial that Kalila had found. Do I sense any evil coming from it? No. Okay, because that's still, it should be in effect, because that's what I used against right. to find the bad guy. You you said it looks like the vial that I had already found? It's about half the size of the vial. So instead of being like a full oh, thing, okay. it, it's half the size of it. Does it um, look the same as the one I have found? No. It looks like it is a very... It's more of a paste than a liquid. Something that you can probably dip us Like cover a sword with or like dip a arrowhead into. Okay, well, we could always grab some rags and pick it up that way. Maybe one of the paladins can identify it back at the town. Oh. Uh, hey, Clyde, what would you use to identify things? It would be... I can at least detect magic. It's not magical, I can tell you that much. Okay. Um, basically, depending on what it is... Okay. Um, would almost be like 
um, just time, or... Um, so, I know... I have detect poison. Okay, so that... Alright, so I can do... I can tell you it is a poison. But you're not sure what kind, because this is a thick paste. It looks more like a salve, like... Okay, but is it safe? To, does it appear safe to pick up? Yes, the glass is uncracked. The cork is still on it and wax sealed. I say we take it and invest, take it back to somebody to investigate this. Mm, sounds good to me. I'm looking to see what you guys can do to identify poisons. I know that there's a skill check for it. Nature? Yeah, I think it's knowledge nature. Oh, well, I got plenty of that. Um, if you have a poison kit. I have detect poison as a spell. No, like uh, a rogue would have a poison kit that is like he uses to make poison. Or apothecary type of stuff. I do not. I've got some information. Hold on. I mean, I have a trail scent kit so I can make special smelly smell stuffs. Oh, you don't want to smell it. Yeah, I figured it out. Uh, let's see. So a heal check would tell you how to treat poisons and disease. Craft poison would be to craft it. So craft alchemy would be what you would want. Or dungeoneering. No, okay, nope. I'm just going to carefully wrap it up in some rags and put it in my backpack and keep it safe. We'll identify it when we get back. It's better to have it in our hands than theirs. Well, there's none of them left. They've all turned to ash. Yes, but they could have come from somewhere. So there might be another leader or another camp. We don't want more of these guys getting their hands on it. Um, and for balance sake, I'm going to say you guys found another cure light wounds. That way there's three of them. So sweet. Yeah, I, I'm going to try to make sure that for the most part, when you guys are dealing with a large group, I'm going to try giving you enough equipment that's going to span safely. Oh, you're going to make it easy for us? Yeah, for now. You're going to keep the gloves on? For now. So, um, I would like an aware... No, I want a perception check from everyone. 18. Okay. 16. Okay. I also got an 18. All right. So one of the things you guys have noticed since you are standing in this swamp, one of the things you notice is that when you first arrived, this swamp was almost spongy, moist ground. Once everyone was dead and as you were searching around, the ground had hardened. You're starting to see like where the mud is dried and it's turned white and then there's those cracks that naturally form because the moisture is all gone. The tents are starting to tip and topple over and the air about the area is you don't feel like you're in danger. You feel like there's nothing here. You're starting to hear crickets and frogs like life is actually starting to return to this area of the swamp. I'm going to go find the key and let get the princess out of the uh, cage now, by the way. Priestess? Yeah. Alright. So, digging around, you finally find the key, and it is 
literally dangling from the skull that's um, on the throne. Returning to the priestess, the strange I-cord that was wrapped around the bars has dried and just flaked off. She looks exhausted. Her eyes are sunk in. It, um, she's lost color to her skin. She looks sickly. She looks at you and gives a weak smile. She points towards the table and asks you to get her her staff. Okay, well, she looks too frail to hold herself up, so I'm going to yell at Clyde to come over here. And that way he can protect and continue to support her, even if the threat of danger is gone. And I will go get her staff and also bring her back a healing potion so she can, you know, stand well enough on her own. Or cure poison. Cure poison if she looks sickly. She doesn't look poisoned. It looks like someone had drained the blood from her. Okay. Well, I will give her a potion. She drinks it down. Some of the color returns to her, but she's still weak. She grips onto the staff and actually, like, uses it to force herself all the way onto her feet. I will assist her. She nods and thanks. She looks at you three and just goes, we need to return. I need to get back to the Holy City. That is our whole purpose, was to come and get you and take you back. She nods and she goes... I know a way for us to get back and not have to cut through the swamp. Is it safe? And which way is that? She points towards the pile of bones. If you look at roll 20, you see the three people standing. They're no longer there. They're dead. But you see the pile of bones and dirt to the north? Yes, right there. She goes... I saw them throw a bunch of items there. Most of them were destroyed, but I think I saw a teleport scroll there. That could at least get us back to Narrow Cloud. First, that way you can have that. I will pray and then walk her over there and pray over the bones and loot the bodies. You pray and bless the ground. Nothing happens. And as you dig, you're pulling out, like, Severed heads that are rotting, a f- arm that looks like it has been gnawed on, a leg that's been gnawed on, a random foot. And finally, at the bottom of this pile of bodies and dirt, you find a scroll that has a sh- the symbol of teleportation on it. Sounds good. Does will... anyone have used magic device? Looking... I can. Actually. I have disabled device. Nope. I can use it. I will hand it to her. Alright. Is it a roll? It's a, no. It's a... You just need... Oh, yeah, you do need to roll it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, yep, go ahead. Fifteen. Alright. You're able to decipher it and read it, and you don't have a problem. You were able to cast the spell without too much issue. As you arrive back at Narrow Cloud, literally in the center of the city. Um, There's the a paladin- center of this not city village? 
village, whatever. This this area, you arrive right there. Hey, short round. That seems to be a very nice longsword you're carrying. Oh, I forgot I wanted to hand this stuff to you. This stuff's kind of large. I think he's just happy to see you. Are you <laughs> or are you coming on to me, Mr. Paladin? Because that doesn't seem very Paladin-like. <laughs> I am appreciating the length of all of your items. Oh my. <laughs> well, I'm, I am flattered that you're uh, admiring, but I know. He's got a sweet gnome girlfriend back home. He's taken. Uh, <laughs> give me a sec. <sighs> okay. As but you appear, go ahead. As I say, you're welcome to have the sword if you'd like, but not the other one. That would be fantastic and most appreciative. Anyone want a telephone or a ginormous pole with spikes at the end? That would be a trident, good sir. Yeah, it's what three, two times, three times taller than me. Yeah, I don't think so. Loaded on a ballista at this point. I mean, I can carry it until we find somebody that um, might have use for it. It might be a good idea, because I think if I drag it behind me, it's going to ruin the quality of it. <laughs> <laughs> I think the gods are laughing at me again. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Uh, give me a sec. I'm still laughing about the longsword crap. You're welcome. <laughs> well, at least you didn't fall out of the chair this time laughing. Yeah, okay. Okay, I'm good. I swear it. Uh, on a side note, um, Dan. Yes. The the masterwork and that stuff, um, that it doesn't change anything from a regular longsword. It just. Oh, makes you mean it... the for the studded leather armor? Because it was also the masterwork studded leather armor. Yeah, masterwork just means it's you know it can be sold for more, but it doesn't the the stats and nothing changes. I know. Okay. But it's good for I, me to know, because I was curious if it did. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm giving you the loot list per what um, the characters and enemies normally drop. Although I would be curious on the stats of the studded leather armor. Um, yeah, give me a sec. Let me pull that up for you. Because I it's only leather. have leather armor. It's leather with studs in it. Um, studded would, for my benefit. You would get... Uh, one more AC, I believe, if I'm correct. Okay, but I also have to be careful of max decks. Oh no, instead of leather, it keeps the same max decks as regular leather. Hmm. If, if I'm all correct. Miss Kalila, would you like this armor? Possibly. Can I try it on first? Mm, go right ahead. Dropping the information into Discord now. Ignore the cost and the weight. Um, that's. I just copied what I needed. Yeah. Mm, but I have. What does the armor check penalty do exactly? Like, where does that play into effect? Um, armor check is and a penalty is like what? An ish. And some of your uh, other passive skills, like. Climbing, none of the such things. Yeah, I'm good. She'll hand it back. Well, since she's bigger, she'll just carry it for you since 
the armor is probably almost as tall as you. Yeah, the the armor check penalty applies to acrobatics um, when uh, when jumping, uh, climbing, escape artist. Yeah, I don't want the armor check penalty. Ride, stealth, and swimming. You're already wearing leather armor. Yeah, I'm happy with my armor. I was just seeing if it was better than what I wanted, but I don't want the penalties. Okay, that's fine. So as you appear back in the center of town, the village, the paladins see you and come running. So um, the head one grabs the priestess and helps her up and carries her to the inn. The other paladins look you over, ask what happened. I shall explain about walking into the cursed swamp defeating many foes finding a tree that assisted us um getting out of the cursed swamp and coming to a village of um cobalt and one evil being that was sapping the life almost quite literally from the priestess I'll add in to his story saying it was, wasn't it like a suspicion of a shadow or like a plains creature? Was it? Um, they're, it's a, uh, they're from the underside. They're from the same area that the drow are from. So Underdark. Underdark, thank you. Underdark. No problem. I'll at least relay that because I do remember having the uh, perception roll or something of catching a glimpse of it and my master saying something about those types of creatures. Yeah. And you would also remember just as to add to it, the Underdark is where like the drow and a lot of the dark folk have been pushed to live because of you know, it's deep underground it's dangerous. They are for the most part, evil creatures and people have taken great strides to keep them down there. To the point of they will seal off ore mines to stop them from coming up. The paladins continue. Several of them go over making sure that, you know, you're not infested with anything, any type of, like, ailments. They are basically giving you a full check up where you stand. Oh, by the way, Mr. Paladins, the kobolds were a lot like the ones we encountered here in the city that we killed earlier. Kind of all dead and dronish. They nod and they go, okay, well, we'll need to do more research into that and see what's going on. Most kobolds aren't that aggressive. So there's something pushing them, something manipulating them to do this. Is there anything else that you guys found that might be of use? Uh, Kalila will relay the barbaricness of them eating things and what she saw on the campfire, like that one being roasted that didn't even seem to scream. And we also found this very mysterious vial of... We don't know what this is. We need assistance identifying it. <laughs> the paladin rolled a one. He's just like, I'm sorry, did you say you were? he was being roasted alive? Like, and didn't care? Yes. He Rotisserie was completely style. awake, conscious, made eye contact with me. 
and had no concern that he was over an open flame being cooked alive. I mean, we, I, I know that, that, that they're creatures that are just... This is something unusual. We've fought in cobalt before, and they scream in pain and run away and have natural fears just like us. This was something different. Like, they were under some kind of spell. Ooh, just like those people that were attached to the poles, too. Yes, those two. He rolled another one. Wow. Okay. So I know it's shocking. Let's get the priestess into... The priestess is already inside resting. Oh, okay. So, we're gonna get... You guys get some rest. We're gonna figure out our next plan of attack. Is there anyone left in that cobalt village that can be saved? No, or we would have saved them. Well, there were the people that were... What happened to those people? They were dead. Oh, were they the ones that were still tied up and alive? Yeah, they were specifically dead. That's what uh, he had said. Oh, uh, okay. If you guys go around there, I don't know if the ground is still, like, nasty and evilness. You guys get a chance to get a fresh meal, uh, bathe, and by the time you guys have met up for the night, the priestess is up walking around. Her cu- her color has not fully restored, but she does look healthier. Yeah, it'll she, take her a couple of days. Yeah, she sits down, her hand still clasping her staff. She looks at you guys and goes, I would be dead without you. I know that my men have offered you a reward, but I feel like there is more that can be done to not just save this small village. Will you come to the holy city with me? I have some things that I feel we need to discuss. Of course I will. And you too? Sure, I haven't been to the holy city before. Why not? That goes without saying. I have already been informed that I should go to the holy city. She nods. She goes... And there I have something special I want to give you. It's not much, but I feel it may help you in your travels. Do you want to travel with us or will you meet us there? Traveling together seems like a better opportunity to one, rest as a group, and two, um, conversation and fellowship. I agree. Plus, I can do some good hunting and provide some better meals for everybody along the way. She chuckles. She goes, yes, my paladins are well-versed in many things, but hunting is not one of them. They are loud when they try to hunt. I'm sure... I can go hunting, too. Yes, but as soon as you shoot something, everything runs away. I just have to shoot faster, then. You just have to shoot accurately. I'm loud, too. She nods. She goes, we can leave now or we can leave in the morning. I am rested enough to travel. 
I just may be a little slow, but I will probably just stay in the cart so that I don't slow us down. We'll several, make sure you're well rested and protected. Several of the paladins nod and go, "No, we would have you stay in the cart, ma'am. Uh, we we don't want you to exert yourself." She nods. Standing up, she goes to pick up her bag. Quickly, another paladin grabs it. They are not letting her do anything. She doesn't seem annoyed by it. It's more of the sigh of, I can handle it, but they're not giving her the chance to prove she can handle it. The lead paladin walks out and starts to prep the carts. They have fresh horses, and they have acquired some simple supplies. Are you ready to leave Narrow Cloud? I mean, we can sell the stuff that we have in the Holy City, so I'm fine leaving now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although on the way, since we'll be in the cart at some point, I want her. I'm going to actually ask her to see if she could identify the vial. Okay, well, give me one moment while... Before it gets too carried away, and I'm like, but, 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 but. <laughs> yep, that's fine. All right. So in the cart, you want her to identify it. Yes. Let me pull up. Let's see. She looks at the vial carefully as the cart slowly moves down a well-worn trail. She holds it up to the light, slowly moving this liquid back and forth. She goes, this looks like something from, it, it looks like a, a poison I've seen drows use. She continues to study it. Clearly, it's thick, so it's probably used for coating. Mm, she thick. Looks, okay, I understand. She looks around as if trying to make sure that none of the paladins see what she's doing. She looks at Clyde and goes, can you please break the seal on it? I need you to cut it. Are you sure that's wise? She nods. I break the seal. She carefully pops the cork, takes a small sniff, and then quickly corks it back. She goes... Yes, this poison was made underground. It's made from a fungus. Uh, I believe it's called black smear. This is a dark creeper poison. I'm going to drop the information in for you. So in game effects, what this poison does is as a fort DC of 15. And it requires um, a save once around for six rounds. And what it does is it damages your strength 1d2. So it's a strength, basically a, a strength poison. Well, that's scary. Yeah. She says it would be useful if you want to keep it. If not... We do have 
a way to destroy it back at the Holy City. Oh no, we want to keep this poison. She goes, I would reseal it with wax just so it doesn't drip. Since I have a scent kit, uh, the mm -hmm. trail scenting kit, I probably could reseal it. Let's All do right. that. Yeah, I'll reseal it. So it's an easy thing. So you go ahead and roll. As long as you don't roll a one, you're fine. Okay. It's sealed. All right. So time slowly passes. You are on this road for almost a week solid. Each time, every night you stop, do some simple hunting, and acquire enough food and pelts to feed everyone. Okay, well, are keeping you, the pelts to, to, to sell. What kind of animals are you going after? Are you going after more? How many people am I feeding? There are eight paladins plus the priestess, so nine plus you three, so 12. 12. Okay, um, so, I'm going to try and go after uh, a handful of smaller game because I can carry it easily. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to try and get one large one. So that a way, knight? at least, hmm? a knight. What? A knight, like every night. Are you doing the same type of hunt, or are you doing? Okay, so I'm gonna need you to. We're just gonna do one roll. Yep. Um, and then I will tell you what you can get. What you, if you get what you need. Okay. What am I adding to it? Um, let me pull up your character sheet real quick. Use your profession trapper. Or, actually, no, use your survival. Trapping, yeah, I was about to say, trapping wouldn't make sense, because we're yeah. moving too much. Survival. 25. Alright, so you have seven deer pelts. That's sweet. Seven deer. And... Since you went after rabbit, let me. Uh, or small like things, raccoon. Yeah. And then whatever. you found, you were able to salvage six smaller animal pelts. All right. Okay. As you guys approach the holy city, the shadows cast by these massive walls stretch out all the way to where you see it. Across the wall, you see large statues representing all the deities. The main deities at the bottom, the lower ranked deities on top of them, the demigods above them, and at the very top, you see symbols of men, women, paladins, thieves, mages, of all different races and creeds in representation. The priestess looks up and smiles. The gods watch over all of us and help us all. As you approach the city gate, the paladins salute. I will do the same. Letting you off at the main gate, the head paladin summons a young cat folk. He gives a bow and they talk for a moment. He walks up. He is dressed in fine 
noble clothing and gives you all a bow. I am Edward. I will be giving you a tour of the city, establishing you in a small inn for the night. The priestess will wish to speak to you in the morning. As he walks towards the main gate, you notice that these gates are solid white. They are seamless. It's clear wood, but they've gone at great lengths to hide every flaw. As the door opens, you hear the bustle of a massive city. You hear merchants, you hear children laughing, you can hear church bells. Edward smiles and begins to talk. He explains that every district is set up so that there are places for trading and vending, homes, inns, uh, hospitals, and other healing areas. In the inner ring, there are temples representing all the different gods. In the center is the main holy city temple. It is the castle and the main fortification. Across the walls, you can see large towers sticking out of the ground that seem to have a heavenly glow to them. In those towers, our guards watch from the uh, wall height and mages help protect the city. They give us forewarning as well as a sh magical shield that can stop many things from entering. We have farms and a zeppelin dock, as well as to the south and to the west, we have a massive dock for trade. Speaking of um, your guards, would you know the name of the head guard? I might be able to seek him out. He goes, when you say head guard, do you mean of our guards or of the uh, guardian paladin order? Um, the Guardian Paladin Order, but as well as the Head Guard of, um, the Sage Guard. That would be worth knowing as well. He nods and he goes, Well, the Head Guard, I can easily get to you too. He is usually open to meet new visitors, especially ones that have helped our Priestess. As for the Paladin Guardian, he takes a deep long sigh that would be sir reginald the 13th you will speak with him tomorrow he is a very frustrating man but very popular he opens his hand and points into the city he goes would you like a tour that would be fantastic i i speak for only myself though I'm not sure if my other uh, members uh, would like a tour or not, but considering the city is massive and it is the holy city, I believe any information that can be gained from a tour is good information. You know, that is a very long-winded yes. And she looks up at Clyde with a smirk. Correct. Edward glances at Short Round and he goes, And you, sir? Huh, what? Sorry, I was looking at the, all the tall things around here. 
Wouldn't that be everything? Yep, there's a lot to see here. He goes, well, then let me give you the tour. Entering into the city, I'm going to take control over your character pieces for a little bit. Entering into the first outer ring, you see schoolhouses, you see family homes that are moderate-sized. They're definitely considered middle-class homes. Moving to the north, you start to see the homes become a little bit more sparse, but you start to see stalls and permanent structures. You see a few taverns, and you see people are greeting each other and are smiling. You don't get the sense that anyone ever really fights here, that there's just an overwhelming amount of happiness. Edward takes a step back and lets you guys wander freely. He is there if you have questions or if you're looking for something particular. Other than that, he's giving you free reign in this district. We are going to start with the Fibulous. What would you like to do? The, our steward is Edward, you said? Yes. Uh, Mr. Edward, question for you. Yes, sir. What type of firearms do you guys use here? Well, our standard guards have rifles, a few uh, flintlock pistols. A few of them have had the chance to use, I believe they're a type of like brake barrel loading rifle. But most of them stay up on the walls. We get our firearms from all over the world. Do you sell them to the public? Not normally, but seeing that you were able to help the priestess, I'm sure that we can talk to our master at arms and see if we aren't able to accommodate you. Oh, that would be amazing. Thank you. He nods. Also, uh, another question. Yes. Am I allowed to sketch things I see here? Some people don't like that. He smiles and he goes, we love the arts. If you feel like sketching, sketch to your heart's content. Yeah, thank you. Kalila. Hey. What would you like to do? Well, I'm at least going to look at our group and go, what do we want to do with the items that we've acquired? Should someone be responsible for selling? Hmm. Well, is there something particular that you would like to sell? Well, I'm not going to use this leather armor we picked up if you're not, and I'm pretty sure it's too big for short rounds. And the metal trident? What are we going to do with these things? Hmm. Short round, would the armor benefit you? Because if we go to a, a leather worker, they might be able to resize it for you. Hmm. We'll study the armor. And I think if we go to the a merchant district we might be able to find some place to sell the pelts that you have as well as the snake um, that you procured um, and the trident as long as we go to a proper blacksmith and if we find a Fletcher um, we probably sell the uh, short bow unless you are in need of a new bow I'm happy with one I have but this is why I ask. I can go for some markets. I know you're interested in probably finding the paladin places and temples here. I'll eventually find ones myself. But we have a lot of things we're carrying around. 
True. Since we will be meeting the... We have all day. Yes. I was going to say, since we are meeting the head paladin tomorrow, the finding um, paladin as far as I go can wait on my standards. But um, if we all wish to go to the market district, um, we can sell some of the items that we have. I think that'd be wise. And we can get some lunch and figure out from there. Sounds like a darn good idea to me. To the markets, then. So, Edward chimes in and he goes, Well, we have several different market districts. I would suggest we head into the High Merchant District. They would be able to afford most anything you sell. We do have several Fletchers and several people who tend to buy pelts, as well as other items that, if you wish to sell or buy, they can accommodate you. He takes you north, and the area changes a little bit. It becomes less homes and more market. There are still the few shops that you can tell the market owners live above their shop, but these shops are larger. Instead of just being a sword and shield, there are full armory, so every weapon that you need in one shop. Same with armor, which carries the shields. You see several clothers and tailors marketing high-end clothing, and they're not really outside doing the whole, like, come to my shop. They're more out there welcoming people. People have welcomed you, given you nods. Some of them have come up and shaken your hand. Word has already traveled throughout this city that you're the three that saved the priestess. What would you guys like to sell first? I would say something that has to do with the pelts and the animals. That's what we have the most of. Edward walks you to a large building. Kalila would recognize this as almost like a hunter's lounge. Your master has probably taken you to a couple of them that are in from your area. It's usually where multiple hunters gather. It's almost like a tavern inn, but it only caters to hunters. Inside, you see a large half-orc dressed in fine clothing, stitching away with some small leather pieces, clearly working on some kind of backpack maybe, or maybe an adventurer's pack. He looks up and gives you all a very warm smile. Ah, welcome, welcome. What can I help you with? I have some pelts I'd like to sell. Ah, a hunter. Mm, come. Lay them down. Let me look at them. We will display the pelts that she has, including the rat pelts. Like, no, wait, she sold those. So it's just the seven and the six. Don't you have the snake. snake? Oh, yeah, and the snake. The snake pelts. All right, how many pelts do you have all day? I have seven deer, six small animal, and one and a half snake. Can I get just a straight number, please? Because you went through those numbers quick. 14? Okay. He begins going through and nods. He goes, hmm, you've done this many times, I can tell. 
He's just some fine fur. Is this snake? Yes. Where in the gods did you hunt this large of a snake? In a cursed swamp, actually. And why would a hunter go into the cursed swamps? To save a poop. He goes, ah, oh, you're them. I'm sorry, I did not know. Ah, 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 well, 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 well. Um, yes, yes. Well, these are all very fine pelts. And they look like they've been pre-tanned for me. That, that makes my life so much easier. Yes, I tanned them myself, thank you. Ah, well, I, I believe you have been taught very well. These are, these are very phenomenal pelts. Hmm. I'll give you a hundred, mm, 150 gold for the lot of them. Sound reasonable? Okay. Deal. So he smiles and gathers up the pelts and sets a bag of gold on the table. And he goes, ha, well, if you ever have any more pelts, please bring them to me. I, I will gladly pay market value or, you know, a little bit more. Uh, your, your quality is phenomenal. How much gold is that? 150? 50. I'll turn to the boys and go, those are all my pelts. What's next? I would say blacksmith would be in order um, because we have two long swords uh, and a steel shield and a trident. I'll follow you this time. Edward walks you to a couple different weaponsmiths. Each one, they all look about the same. One is owned by an elf. One is owned by a halfling, and one is owned by a dwarf and his gnome wife. Which one would you like to go to? Oh, let's start with the elf, actually. As you walk in, you can see all of his equipment is masterwork. They are all polished to a high sheen. Some are more decorative than others, but everything is pristine. When the light hits it, it mirrors on the wall across it. He walks up, looks at you all, gives a slight nod, and how may I help you, travelers? Well, good day, sir. We actually have a few items that we're interested in selling, if possible. He goes, Ah, well, set them on the table. I will look at them. Okay, I will put on the uh, two long swords, the steel shield, um, and the trident. He looks at them slowly. He doesn't touch them at all. He just keeps his hands behind his back and stares at it and shrugs, stares at something else and shrugs. He goes, hmm, they're not really up to my quality. I'm sorry, I'm not able to assist you. Okay, well, I uh, thank you very much and have a very good day, sir. He walks off and seems to be tending to books. As, Ed as you exit, Edward gives a long sign. He goes, I apologize about him. He's new to the city. Well, we'll just okay. drag and move on to the next. Yeah, that's quite all right. There's no reason to apologize. 
He has a right to be picky. Exactly. It's his store. He goes, yes, but, you know, we we pride ourselves on a level of friendliness, and he, he really hasn't gotten there. Smirk and go. It takes time for everything to adapt to in a new environment. He, he nods. He goes. That, that's true. Um, which one do you want to go to next? Um, let's just go to the uh, next one. You said it halfling. was no. The yeah, the halfling. As you enter this halfling shop, everything is of good quality. It's not polished, but they are clean. Um, he is going about dusting. He is walking around in a kilt and a studded leather chest plate or stu- uh, studded leather um, chest armor. On his hips, you see two short daggers. He turns and smiles, walks up and offers his hand to whoever takes it. I will shake it right away. Shake your hand up and down quickly. That. Aha! <laughs> Hi. Well, welcome to my shop. And 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 and, oh, what can I help with? Are are you looking for a new sword? All the while, still shaking your hand. He lets go with one hand, points at uh, swords and daggers and arrows. He goes, I, I, I've got a, a a good selection. Please, please, please. He is still shaking your hand. I will shake his hand for as long as he, you know, remains there. But I will um, bring him back in and say, we are actually looking to um, sell some items that we had procured um, if you would be interested in Ooh, any yes, of yes, them. Yes, yes, yes. Always looking to expand my shop. Please, 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 please. Come in, come in, come in, come in. While he's turning around and inviting us in, I'm going to lean over to Short Round and be like, look, we found somebody as tall as you. I think I'm actually a little taller. Yeah, you might be right. Got at least an inch on this guy. He releases Clyde's hand and walks behind the counter. You see the top of his head. You hear something squeak and you see him climb up onto a stool. He goes, go, set it on the table. Let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. I will put down um, the two long swords, the steel shield, the trident, and... I will, for him, he seems very, um, you know, interested and interesting. I will also put down the short bow if he might be interested. He, he picks up each item and looks over it with great detail, holding the blade up to the light, looking for how sharp the blade is, looking at the handles. Like, it's clear he knows what he's looking at. And he smiles. He goes, well... Okay, so, so, all right. Are you selling the Masterwork sword? You're keeping... Uh, no. Masterwork usually is to... That can be enchanted, so I'm going to keep that to hopefully enchant that if possible. So, looking at the two long swords, he goes, I, I, I can take both of these. I, uh, 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 15 gold each? How, 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 how does that sound? Um, I don't have my... Tree. Hold on. Would you be able to make a nice scene for praise? Quietly, I'm just thinking up. You know, Mm -hmm. my character would be listening. So, yeah, I was actually going to ask about uh, an appraisal check for myself as well. So you can assist her and bump that number up one if you succeed. 
Sure. Go ahead. Can I assist as well? I'm pretty sure we're all doing the math in our head anyways, because that's the purpose mm -hmm. of going to a market. Yep. I mean, I got a uh, 16. 19. All right. So two more successes. So add two to your number. Uh, it would be a total of 21. All right. With a 21, um, long swords sell for about 15. So he is giving you more or less market price, like giving you exactly what you would buy it for. And that's good. I mean, you clearly can't beat that because if he's going to sell it for that, he's not going to make anything. Perception check. Uh, I will help somebody. That's 20. <laughs> that 20. So as you look around, you notice that there are several. I got you. You notice that there are several long swords for sale. He's actually selling them for about 25 gold. So it looks like he does have a 10 gold markup. And it looks like he does have some empty spots on the wall. Okay. I mean, that's fair. Okay. So let's um, go with... Um, I, I see you You are selling um, your longswords uh, over here. And with, you know, having to clean these up and resell them. How about we go with 19 gold? Roll a diplomacy check. 18. I have... I didn't realize I had... Oh, yeah. Oh, it's charisma. No wonder I have a good modifier in it. <laughs> you beat me by one point. You suck. He goes... Alright. I like your face. I do that. 19 gold each. Very generous Perfect. of you. You're selling the bow too? Um, the shield, the bow, and the trident if he is interested. Uh, which shield is it? Uh, it was just a steel shield. It was a small steel shield, I think. Yep. Just a, right. yep, just a regular steel shield. Also, just so you're aware, uh, Clyde, I am keeping tally of the gold that we have picked up as loot and what we have converted it as selling, just so you're aware. Okay, I also have that. Okay, I have 198. No, I have you with 170, me right now with 30. No, it was 150. Yeah, but you got 20 from the loot. Yes, okay, so 170, and then these two... Oh, I only added yeah. one, so what would that and be? Then two... I have 38 gold on me, and then Ethan has 28, or sorry, short run has 28 gold. Okay, so what's our total right now? 236. Okay. But I'm keeping... I think I also had leftover gold on my character. Yeah, that's why I'm keeping everybody's separate, because everybody put... Uh, you had 42 gold left in your funds after character creation. I did? Yes. Oh, nice. Okay, I'll add that to you. Because I was just going to, with the market stuff, kind of lump our gold together. Mm -hmm. Or are we wanting to keep a separate coin purse for each character? I'm just keeping a separate on the um, chart that I have for all the items. Okay. That way, if somebody, you know, 
once we become more familiar with each other, because we're not like family now, but you know, then we eventually, yeah. But for right now, it would be reasonable to have our own coin purses. Um, will you put me in there for the forty-two that I have then too, and then we can divide the group loot up. So right. there's the shield, the bow, and the trident. Correct. Correct. Looking at the shield, he holds it up and actually bites it. And he goes, ow, it's steel. Mm. I will give you, say, nine gold for the steel shield. Looking at the bow, he goes, hmm, how about 30 for the bow? He eyes the trident and stares at it and stares at it. And he goes, hmm, this is different than other tridents I've seen. It's stronger. Hmm. Let's see. Well, I normally find tridents for sell tridents for like 15. How about I give you 20? Hmm. Uh, what is everybody thinking about? What does a trident normally sell for? 15. And then he said this was extra strong? It's stronger than what he normally sees. Oh, he's kind of like cock an ear to the side and go, why? Is, the wood, is it made out of a different wood or metal? He taps on it and he goes, well, it's metal. Taps on it again and looks closely at the the prongs. He goes, well, the prongs seem to be sharper than normal. And, and the metal, it, it seems slightly lighter than normal. It's a metal I don't, rare, I don't commonly see. I'm going to detect magic on it and see if it's enchanted. All right, roll. Do I add anything to it? Uh, it's your. Per- it's gonna go with your perception. So add perception. Mm-hmm. Twenty-one. You do notice that this trident is different. The metal is lighter than steel, but is harder than steel. The taking a closer look at the teeth, the trident points seem to have these micro serrated edges to them and there's all these strange indentations around it you don't see any bolts or screws it looks like it is made from a solid piece of metal like a single piece I will uh, relay that to both quiet and short rounds and also with a uh, uh, um to the shop owner. I mean, everybody's right there, so it, I can't really secretly whisper it to anybody. A short round. Roll your uh, engineering. Also, uh, since I cast a detect magic in the shop, is there anything else magical in the shop? Mm, it looks like he might have some, like his uh, weapons, that his personal weapons seem to be enchanted. His kilt seems to be enchanted but other than that everything seems to be mundane okay uh my viewers want to know is this 1e yes pathfinder 1e okay thanks sorry i had myself muted there uh 26 so with that engineering you remember back when your parents were around every now and then they would come across strange weapons Rifles that had no no area to be disassembled. Swords that 
hilt and all were crafted from single pieces of metal that were extraordinarily sharp. Armor that didn't seem to fit normally. Like, there was no area in the inside for you to actually be in. This metal kind of reminds you of some of the rifles that you saw when you were younger. The the sheen of them, the, the way the metal glistens and catches the light. It's not mithril. It's not steel. It's this strange metal you've never... that you would commonly see on these strange forgotten weapons. Uh, Defibulous's eyes will light up and he'll actually come over and like start like really looking over the trident like wow I haven't seen stuff like this since I was young you're familiar with it it kind of my folks and I used to see stuff like this on really unique pieces of armor and weaponry it's like it's just there there's no welds no no nothing it's like one piece of metal and done I've seen guns armor now a trident like that. This is pretty nifty. So you would say it's quite rare. Oh, very rare. I've only ever... I haven't seen any in a long time now. Who would be able to better identify it? The shopkeeper goes... Scholar? Scholar. Ooh, scholars. Yes, scholars would be a very good... It'd have to be... Uh-huh. Um... A blacksmithing scholar. Well, I'm pretty sure our guide can help us find a new one. And she'll turn to Clyde and short round and go, Well, why don't we hold off selling the trident for now until we get it better identified? And we'll come back to your shop as our first choice to sell it, if you're interested. He goes, Hmm, well, if it is that unique, I would rather a scholar have it so that it is well taken care of. I I, I wouldn't want some 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 hapless adventurer to buy it and then damage something that is that is that is that is so so unique and, and, and yeah unique mm, understandable god fair enough oh we'll take it to the scholar then okay. but we can sell everything else all right all right and the last thing you guys have that if you want to sell would be the masterwork studded armor Unless someone is opting to keep that. Well, right now, a short round is checking it out, so I didn't. Okay. Yeah, short round that. was looking at it. Okay. I think he was wanting to see if it would benefit him. Okay, so the steel shield was fifteen, and the short bow was nine. Yeah. I, that, actually, I think that's flipped. But yeah, uh, the 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 gold quantity is correct. I just think you might have it on the wrong item. Let me double check that. Okay, then why don't we just make it an even twenty-five? He goes, okay, I, I, I can do that. That's just, just just one extra piece of gold. And you guys can sell the uh, armor if you like. Oh, I do have one more thing that um, my companion here has just given me, um, and I'll bring out the uh, masterwork so further. He looks at it, and he smiles. He goes, it, it's better than what I've got on. I, I, I'll give you 200 gold. Um, I think that sounds pretty fantastic, if I'm not mistaken. 
Am I mistaken? Because I think that's it's 175 for to buy it. Yeah, so that's a pretty good buy. Okay, well, I'm pretty sure. Well, that didn't come up with my detect magic. So unless there's something super rare, fancy in the way it was made, uh, I'm not it's just that. higher quality leather, higher quality studding. What he's wearing would be just simple leather and simple studding. So they're more like iron. So it's it would make him look it would look like he has more money. Okay. Does that make sense? Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, it sounds perfect. Uh, we will hand that over as well. He, right there in the middle of the shop, takes off his studded leather armor, tosses it in the bat, tosses it on the ground, and equips it. And he just smiles. He goes, I feel fancy. A very good look on you, sir. Thank you. It feels perfect. He gives, he makes sure that you are paid. And as another customer walks in, he hops down and goes, well, if you have nothing else for me, I do have another customer. I believe that's everything for right now. He goes, well, 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 come again. And he wanders off to talk to the next customer. Edward is standing outside and smiles. He goes, well, we have your inn ready for you as well as they have offered to pay for your dinner. Would you like to follow me to the inn? Sure. I believe that should be okay. I will nod. By the way, Mr. Edward, sir. Yes. Do you have any uh, scholars that are are knowledgeable on the unusual and different weaponry? The term you're looking for is a metal urgent. Yes, one of those. Ah, yes. There are some in the main temple. They study all things arcanic as well as alchemical. They would be the best to know. The, there are about 30 scholars, 10 of which you will actually be dealing with tomorrow. I'm sure they will be able to answer all of your questions. As he walks you south, he cuts through the second ring. This is a beautiful temple, clearly designated to lawful gods. There is currently a service in progress, so you are not able to actually enter the temple. Heading south, he walks you into another district. You see high elves and rat folk, cat folk, humans, dwarves, all dressed in fine noble clothing. All of them discussing trade and current events. This is definitely a high nobility sector. Walking you to the inn, it looks more like a manor than an inn. As you walk in, a halfling bows, explains his your room is ready, and that if you would like, you may go up, bathe, and prepare for dinner. That 
the priestesses hired in the best chef in the city to prepare your meal. He hands you a menu and asks you to pick your meals. The menu spans all over the nation. There are all sorts of meats and fish and vegetables that, to pick from. After selecting your meals, he hands you the key. You all have separate rooms that all interjoin in a common room. He says that the meal will be brought up to the common room when you are ready to ring the bell. Thank you very much for bringing us here and doing everything. Edward bows and goes, if there's anything else I can help you with, or I can let you have the rest of the night to yourself. Or rest of the day to yourself. What do you guys want to do? Uh, well, I want to pray and get washed up, and um, eventually, I kind of want to get a. Uh, well, that that well, that can wait until tomorrow to talk to the paladins about the order. Mm -hmm. All right. Anything else anyone wants to do before we end this episode? Defibulus is going to sketch that trident in, into his book since it's such a unique trident. Alright, so you're going to bathe and then take some time to sketch that out. And Kalila. I will enjoy a nice bath after being in a nasty dark swamp. Alright. So, you all finish up your individual tasks and the meal presented before you is fit for a king. Um, I think Clyde's the only one that has actual, like, nobility in his blood. Am I correct? Um, it was appointed by, yeah, so technically, um, nobility, but I'm low rank. Right. So this, this is probably food that you may have seen when your parents took you to, like, the high noble court to deal with something. This is that level food. Okay. So, Kalila has never seen anything like it. Defibulus nope. may have something close, have seen something close to it, but much fancier. So, as you guys sit down for your meal, we are going to end this episode. Well, me friends, it seems as if. After their long travel, our team has made it to the holy city. The priestess, alive and getting better, hopefully. But this seems to be the beginning of their travels. Now, tomorrow, they meet the priestess. What will she say? Mm. Well, I know, and me book knows, and you will know next time. And, as always, my friends, may the dice gods bless your every roll.
We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email whatthedicepod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 